Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, this is episode eight of Existential. And today we talk about security and arrogance in the way people talk about their skills. But before we dive in, let's give a thanks to our sponsor. All right. So today we talk about security and arrogance. Uh, very, it's it's really a it's something. It's really an idea that you see every single day manifest into your own life, right? Possibly, I mean, literally, probably your own, and uh, constantly with others. And if you interact with people a lot, you, this is when it is gonna, uh, it's going to be one of those. Oh, I got it moments. Uh, this is a very very really interesting idea. So security and arrogance. This is a pretty big umbrella. So I'm just going to talk about uh, the way people speak about their skills. Those who speak, those who don't speak are secure. And those who do speak don't know. They aren't, they're insecure, right? And unfortunately, because people are naturally great performers, have a, people have a a liking to talk people understand oh if he talks a lot he knows exactly what he's talking about and if he doesn't know what he's talking about he doesn't talk right that's because humans are such good performers we actually buy our species buys our own uh performance we buy our own bravado we buy our own facade right it's all these it's i mean it's literally the opposite of the reality the reality is people who are secure don't talk about it but people who don't know tend to speak about it, right? And I'm not talking about like if someone asks you a question, uh, hey, what's, is it sunny out? And you don't know the answer. And then you start talking randomly, rambling on about the sun for uh, three hours. Absolutely not. This is not uh, in a practical, it's not in a practical sense, right? This is not even if someone asks you a question about life, right? It's not even in that way. If someone asks you a question, you have full right to respond because they've obviously elected you uh, and, and believe you are an authority in that subject for whatever reason, right? So in that way, you're right in the context where it's asked of you to speak. That's the only that's the only time where you where you should where you should be kind of uh, open about about talking a lot, right? But in any other in any other scenario, right? People who don't people who don't know this goes back to compensation, right? People and arrogance, right? Arrogant people need to compensate, right? This really stretches the umbrella out. Arrogant people compensate for a lack of confidence. Very cliche idea, but it's true nonetheless. Arrogant people compensate for their insecurities by doing many things, right? I compensate for, I think I don't look good, so I start wearing super, super nice clothes, right? I think I'm getting, uh, right, midlife crisis. I think I'm getting old, so I'm going to uh, change my hair color. I'm going to start dressing differently. I'm going to start, right? It's whatever, there needs to be compensation. If there's a lacking, people fill the hole with, uh, people fill insecurities with securities, right? That That's what people, they're things that make them feel secure, elements of the reality that make them feel secure. So, in other words, if it's socially acceptable to, if it's socially acceptable that uh, black hair means you're young and gray hair means you're old and you think you're old, you will dye your hair black, right? Because that's, that's kind of, that, that'll fill in that kind of security, right? So that is arrogance, right? Arrogance is solidifying a gaping hole in your, uh, in your confidence. And uh, those who do speak, right? Those, so what is, so what does it mean? How does that idea of people compensating translate into uh, how people understand arrogance and, and what they're talking about, right? People who talk a lot, people who talk a lot are compensating for not knowing. Now, I do not want this to come off as though I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in no way should you ever talk about, what you right? 
I mean, there is a reason you're studying this, right? And and what is information if it's not being spread? What is um, what is money if all of us don't appreciate it? What is knowledge if it's not spread? You know. So there is there's a very big element to to talking and spreading your knowledge, right? But it comes at a point, right? It all relates to context. Everything about talking, right? It can either be your speech can either be. Uh, perceived as super super arrogant like he's just trying to compensate for something he doesn't talk he doesn't know what he's talking about or it can be uh or it can be oh he's very secure but he's just talking about a specific he's just talking about a specific point in uh where, where someone asked him to right so it's the these two different or it can be the same speech but it's all in a matter of context if you're giving a speech about what you're talking about and you were asked to give a speech understandable and that you are secure on that. But if you're just randomly, right, if you just start randomly talking with your friend and you just uh, find yourself automatically spiraling into uh, just automatically talking about things you don't 100% know about, right, that's obviously uh, some degree of insecurity, right? So it's always the opposite. It is always the opposite. Everyone thinks silence equals insecurity. Uh, talking, that means he knows. Right, but truth, uh, truth be told, that it is quite the opposite. Now, do you see? Here's here's a little bit of a proof, right? Here's a little bit of an extreme, right? I'm just using some uh, argumentative uh, exaggeration here, right? But you can see from this question: Do you see people constantly screaming about their hair color or the way they breathe? Absolutely not, because there is understood security. Are you? If let's say you walk. You walk great. You've been walking for however long you've been walking. Are you constantly, right? It's one of your insecurities that you kind of spiral into every single time you have a conversation. Is that, is it always, ah, oh, I can't, well, oh my God, look at my walk. My walking is amazing. My walking is this. My walking is that, right? Great attributes about your walking. Absolutely not. It is, in fact, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty evident that you know how to walk and there's no need to compensate for that. Now, Say you broke your leg. Now you have your crutches, you're healing, you just got back in your normal shoes, and now you're walking, right? There is an extra uh, added level of consciousness into what you're in, into the way you walk. And there's a little not insecurity, but there is a, there is a lacking in your certainty that you're walking correctly because there was a previous uh, damage, right? So you can clearly see that. People who are constantly screaming, people don't constantly scream about their hair color. I'm not going around screaming, my hair is brown, my hair is black, my hair, my hair is blonde, my hair is this. My, you, don't, you don't see anybody doing that because they know 100% with full certainty. There's understood security. There is understood security that their hair is that color. Now, you look to a different part of the spectrum and you see people... You see the problems people struggle with, and we'll explore this a little later. But you see the problems people are dealing with, and you can completely understand what, you know, if people kind of, if unless there is a, a guided context in a conversation with other people, and I'm talking about uh, social interaction, if there's like, if there is a, a guided topic, right, if you're in a group, and uh, it always reminds me of this game, right, that you pick a card and you just kind of uh, talk about, you have a certain amount of seconds to talk about that specific topic, and that's kind of where it reminds me of when there is a specific guided topic in the conversation, let's say it's the weather. You have three people talk about the weather now, right? They all start talking about the weather. 
But once there's abstract conversation, once you everyone lets their guard down, there is an undeniable element of there's an under there's an undeniable element of uh, not just not just letting your guard down. You do let your guard down. That that's that's something for sure. You do let your guard down. You let your you you start trusting the circumstance, and then once you start trusting. The amount that you're censoring and you're adulterating your speech, in other words, the barrier between the mind and the mouth is less. And you just, uh, you're just kind of talking and releasing what's inside, right? There's less of a filter or the filter is less fine. So in a way, when people have the opportunity to talk about abstract and their problems, they always end up talking about abstract and their problems. Um, so that's just, I mean... People are constantly doing that, and we'll and we'll, we'll see in the bottom a little later how people are are, are con they try to hide their insecurities, but they just end up screaming about them. But uh, before we continue, I want to give another brief thanks to our sponsor. All right, so we're back, and I want to talk about a, a spectrum. I want to talk about a little bit of a a couple graphs here. Now, in this first graph. It is not a linear graph or a circular depiction as I as I've uh, detailed in the past few episodes, but this one is a is a normal graph like a stock chart, if you will. Now this first graph title actual skill, and there is on the bottom is zero and at the top is a hundred. Now this graph the line begins at zero. And progresses up the y until a hundred percent in a diagonal fashion, just. Direct diagonal. Now take the same template of a graph and title it talking. Put one line at 100 and diagonal it to zero. Now, this is my perception of how people understand their skill. When, when they talk 100% of the time, their skill is zero. But when their skill is at 100%, their talking is zero. Meaning to say that when you, when one is talking constantly, when one is every single time they have an opportunity, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the only words that come out of their mouth are about that topic, right? I'm the best soccer player. I'm the best soccer player. I'm the best soccer player when I've never played soccer, right? That's kind of talking. I'm, I'm still, I'm being, uh, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Nonetheless, talking at 100% means I have no skill in soccer. Skill, when it's at 100%, I talk very little. And humans aren't robotic, so I take back using the the term zero. But talking at a hundred is very, very little skill, very minute and diminutive skill. Skills at a hundred percent make people talk less. I mean, it's just a natural fact. The higher the security, the lower the need to talk about it. You know, when people here's here's a really interesting here's another really interesting depiction about this balance. And this balance, by the way, is is quite widespread. You don't really realize it, but it is it is really really widespread. Now, if you're walking in a mall, if you're walking in a museum, I apologize. If you're walking in a museum, and someone in a shirts and a t-shirt was walking around with a backpack, no big deal, right? Just another plain old sight. Now, a man with a suit and tie, a black suit, red tie, crisp white shirt, is walking around with that same exact backpack with 10 armed guards around him. And they're walking. That is obviously a really interesting sight. 
hmm. something in that something in that backpack must be so valuable that it requires 10 guards around it to protect. This analogy is literally arrogance and security in a nutshell. It's this idea in a nutshell. The less, the, the more valuable, and, and by the way, a lot of people, a lot of uh, places, you'll see they'll do this to build themselves prestige. You know, it, when you, the same metal briefcase that holds, that can hold a piece of paper, when it's guarded by 10 people, looks more valuable it gives the object inherent value it looks or non inherent value it makes it look much more valuable this is what we do when we talk a lot about a skill we don't know about we give ourselves value there is actual value in what we speak of and there there really is there is actual value in what we speak of at the times that we that we really don't know what we're talking about so to conclude right to conclude about this idea the more that, you know, people who are secure don't need 10 bodyguards around them. They're confident in the bag. They know no one's going to take it. But it's only when they need attention to the bag. It's only when they need to show that they have the backpack that they bring 10 bodyguards around to attract the scene. Right? And that's literally what we're speaking of. Now, all this talk about how security and arrogance relate to talking and skill are... You know, it's very, uh, very in-depth, right? But is there, we, we have to ask, is there room for bragging? In my logic, is there room for bragging? Is there room for people to brag about their topic? Is there, is there room for people to, to, uh, to, say, to say to themselves, or it's just to talk out loud about their skill? Well, of course. Of course there is. You know, a very big part about being not just prideful, but being 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 around you know just having the kind of skill yeah there is a there is a an undeniable uh desire to just to to show hey look i mean i can do it there's there are again right context you know i don't go around screaming i do martial arts i don't but in the right context you know people people are saying you know talking about martial arts say oh yeah i do martial arts too and then all of a sudden everyone's like oh wow how cool how cool how cool right there is times for everything so there are time there is a time for bragging. There is a time to act act as though you are arrogant, right? And that's fine. And it's not arrogance. It's it's confidence. Confidence is very simple. There's a very simple difference between arrogance and confidence. Arrogance is showing off when you aren't asked and confidence is uh is humbly showing what you showing off in the right area, right? In the right context when you're asked to that is the that is a literal symptom that has took me years to took me a few years to figure out you know and you know it, it's it's just it's just interesting because people and okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna make a i want to i want to bring a uh, a quote right from sun tzu's art of war i will read to you a quote directly from a, a direct quote open quote Appear strong when you're weak and appear weak when you're strong. End quote. Sun Tzu, Art of War. So it is a very, so this, this kind of works. It, being secure and arrogant, right? Putting this performance up is a, can serve as 100% a good thing, right? Again, even this idea in and of itself, right? If you bubbled this entire concept there is room for it in many places. For example, war, right? He was he's referring to when you're in war 
and uh, your army is weak, you, you when your army is weak, you act strong. But when you're strong, you act weak, right? He talks a lot about deception and uh, tactical deception in in uh, context of wars and, and whatnot. But appear weak when you're strong, appear weak. So when you're talking, you're at zero, skill is 100. So you're strong, 100, and you're weak, zero. So appear, appear weak when you're strong, so you don't talk when you're powerful, and strong when you're weak. And talk 100%, and your skill is actually zero. Right, so there, so this idea perfectly fits into his idea, and almost, I mean, it really fits in. It fits in perfectly, and it shows, it goes to show that there are times, right? This, I'm, I'm literally, uh, this is a great way to phrase this idea. And there are times for this, there are times for this, uh, this idea to play in well, for instance, war, right? I can't think of any off the top of my head, unfortunately, but this is really the, this is the, this would be a great example of where it is, right? So it's highs when you're lows and low when you're high. It's all based on deception. This entire idea is all deception. People are masters of deception. People are masters of of, of putting their walls up, of, of facade, of, of bravado, of fakeness, of apocryphal uh, presentations. People are masters of this. People think they hide their insecurities. Here's an interesting point. People think they hide their insecurities. However, they are most probably screaming them. They're wearing their insecurities like a crown. People, you know, are constantly, people are constantly, when you ask someone, what are your insecurities? You know, it's some, that's a question that takes about a minute, you know, a solid 30 seconds to answer, right? I'll, I'll think a little bit. It's a very deep question, right? But you don't have to think that hard when you're just, if you're just listening to yourself, right? When you go off on a random tangent, you're usually talking about something you don't feel great about, or just at least with me sometimes, that's the way it is. I can't say that indefinitely, but with me sometimes, if I just am going off on a tangent, right, it always ends up about either the way I look or about my my financial status or about my, exactly, my finances. All these elements that I don't feel 100% secure about, I always found myself in a conversation with. So people think they hide their insecurities. People believe they hide them and people actually do. People believe they're always putting their best foot forward. People think they're always presenting themselves, you know, Colgate smile and everything. But the reality is there is a, a lot that you can really see. I mean, people believe that people don't sense things. People sense energies, people sense, they can see right through you. It's a very, very open thing. They, do, they try to hide their insecurities. It is almost comedic and Sometimes it's hilarious watching watching people attempt to hide their insecurities, but they just end up talking about them or showing them. Right, a lot of times, like in writing, they say don't don't say it, show it. Right, by using the senses. Right, if people always if pe if only people use, it's kind of funny to think about it because if only people used the skills they do for uh, attention, right, or for the attention for the for the arrogance bit of what I'm talking about, they. In, in, and they use that in writing, their writing would be amazing. Because sometimes it's not just talking. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a, sometimes it's doing something. You know, sometimes it's uh, showing off in public a lot, right? And sometimes it's, it's 
I mean, there's there's a series of different things that that people can people can people do right in public. They show it a lot of times. They don't say it. They show it. Talking is conversation. Showing is showmanship. So uh, they it is quite they are they are uh, quite obvious those insecurities, and people wear them proudly like a crown, right? And they either they try to brand them as as normal securities or. You know, you can literally see them there. There, it's like a kick me sign. It's it's no joke, like a kick me sign. And uh, I don't want to get a little bit too informal here, but it's like walking around and seeing a kick me sign on someone's back. It is there. It is literally like, oh, is he secure about it? And by the way, humans don't work psychology thing. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a physician. I don't know. All I do know is that people don't work with 100% math. People are the do not work 100% math. If we did, we would the entire nation the, the entire all we would need is one cure for everybody. You know there would be one blood type. There would be one. People are different. Everybody is different. Now, some people right. So in other words, you can't make a 100% conclusive statement. There's no one cure for all, one statement for all, one widely applicable idea for all. It is simply a he dresses he works super super hard on his appearance because he doesn't believe he looks good he talks all the time about the way he deals with family and relationships he must not have them very strong he does he does he acts a certain way because there's a fallacy in the way he believes he's conducting what he's talking about right it's all these elements that are clearly obvious right and it doesn't to end again they're right in front of you every single day every single day every day people come to you and you're they're talking they're talking about a lot but they know a little so it is it, it is pretty it's pretty clear here's a different idea that that kind of supports my supports my claim people need when companies need advertisement for a product they need to show it people when people talk a lot about things they don't know about they often advertise themselves Right, I'm a. I'm just. I understand the information a hundred percent. So I'm just gonna talk and talk, and and they kind of put on a show, right? They need an advertisement to showcase their knowledge. They do whatever they do. The reason they talk with such animation and entertainment is because the animation isn't one hundred percent natural. The animation is rooted in the in the need to convince you. They convince everybody. When I when when I'm talking, for instance, if I don't know what I'm talking about. Anybody doesn't know what they're talking about. They're in a conversation where they need to present themselves as if they know, right? They're going to use a lot of elements, any element they know, just to put on the performance for you to believe, right? There's one goal, convince you that I know what I'm talking about. Convince you I understand neuroscience. That is the goal at hand. So that's why they're constantly animated. Going back a little bit to the performance it is, you know, it is, it is so, it, it is a very, very intense uh, showcase, really. And uh, talking is showmanship. There is really not much to say. Talking is a, a lot of showmanship. And unfortunately, right, if people just made the switch, right, if people just kind of healed the insecurities, right, if people either healed their insecurities by A, uh, understanding them and coming to coming to terms with the fact that not to be a perfectionist but to be an optimist like the book suggests being happy uh or b 
if people just began to to work on it in a way where they're genuinely working on it for themselves and not for showmanship, right? There's a lot that people do for validation. Whole different episode, but that is that is the that is the main idea. Uh, and I think with that we are going to close. So thank you very much for listening. All your support helps. Be sure be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of Existential.